a new Kentucky opera production of Gluck's Orfeo looks at the composer's original intent. And as WFPL's Stephanie Wolf tells us, taking the work back in time, sonically, makes it feel quite modern. This story is about opera, but don't look at the stage, look down into the orchestra pit. Beneath these three principal singers, the ones who usually get the attention, there are 28 instrumentalists. And today, they're the focus. This new production of the opera about love, loss, and second chances is a historically informed performance. Basically, the musicians use period instruments. It's, I think, a mindset more than equipment, a sense of immersing ourselves in what it might have sounded like then. That's violinist Sarah Craner. She says it's like reciting a poem in another language. You would want to learn the accentuation of that language, maybe the connotation of the words, obviously the meaning of the poem, and then make it as faithful as possible so that a native speaker would understand it. Craner plays with Bourbon Broke, a Louisville ensemble focused on music of the 17th and 18th centuries. Gluck debuted Orfeo in 1762, so this is right up their alley. The group is the orchestra for this Kentucky Opera production. If you look at the Orfeo sheet music, it'll look different from a romantic opera by Puccini. With fewer markings telling the musicians how to phrase the passages, the music looks very simple. But playing it is still complex and nuanced, and they'll use their years of training to make choices. They're also using instruments that were around when Gluck was alive, like the natural horn. It's a predecessor to the French horn, played here by James Hampson of Bourbon Broke. He explains that this earlier horn has no valves. There's nothing cutting out the airways. It's literally just plumbing. Hampson has no buttons to push, so he has to rely more on his own physicality to get the sound he wants. You'll also hear instruments that have largely gone out of fashion. The cornetto, for example. It comes from a family of wooden instruments, and they're kind of shaped like a lowercase j. And the sound of that one, I don't even know how to describe it. It's unique. And the sackbut, the precursor to the trombone, but the bell is smaller, and the mouthpiece shape creates an airier sound. The instrumentation isn't the only aspect of Kentucky Opera's Orfeo that harkens back. The performers also hope to capture the original essence of the opera's words. Conductor Judith Yan studied a copy of the libretto from the early 1800s. In that, she discovered different punctuation or phrasing. Tell me, or tell me, is so different, right? It really changes your interpretation of how you were going to sing that particular line. Yan believes this new interpretation, which is actually an old one, sounds more natural and more current. And I have heard productions with bigger orchestra or larger string sections or different playing techniques and somehow working on this it was it just it felt like it was written yesterday soprano flora hawk plays the departed eurydice she notes something else about this staging like singing wise we're doing it the original way but the way we're presenting it is more modern in this Orfeo, the two lovers are both women, and the sets and costumes have a contemporary vibe. The artist, both on stage and below it, hoped their mix of old and new would make the creators proud. 
I'm Stephanie Wolf in Louisville.